Most business owners are trying to do content marketing and failing miserably, or they're just not doing it at all. That means all your strategies for getting clients rely on you showing up every day, feeding the social media machine, manually following up with leads, asking for referrals. It's haphazard, and it means you can never really tell where your next client is coming from. That's why I created the Pot of Gold Content Marketing Database. Once I got strategic with my content and put it all in one place so that I could see it, organize it, and put my hands on anything I needed within seconds, it completely changed the game and allowed me to scale my business from just me to a team of six people in just seven months. The Pot of Gold is a simple system, but some people have had trouble getting started because they weren't sure how to go from content to clients. I put together the Content to Clients workshop, and over the course of three days, I personally guided a select group through setting up the Pot of Gold, brainstorming ideas, organizing existing content, and then getting crystal clear on exactly what content to create to turn their followers into buyers. Each day was filled with breakthrough moments as participants found the missing links in their content marketing. In this workshop, I cover the four things you need to know and the six things you need to do to get your content marketing working. Content to Clients includes access to the Pot of Gold Content Database 2.0 when you sign up with a brand new walkthrough. And you get step-by-step lessons on brainstorming your ideas, adding existing content, and how to prioritize what to create first. If you're ready to get your content sorted and working for you 24-7, Go to carveldigital.com slash clients to grab the workshop recordings and get notified of our next live workshop. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven service-based business and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit and gone on to build a thriving business. I want to show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Begin As You Mean To Go On. I have such a treat for you today, a very tasty episode. Today, I've invited my friend and client and all-around amazing human, Adriana Locke, to guest on the show and tell us about her journey. Adriana is an acupuncturist here in Portland, Oregon, where I live, and we've known each other for quite some time. We knew each other socially, and then we worked together for about 18 months. She's still inside of my boot camp, and you're going to get to hear from her today about her journey from being a one-on-one practitioner to moving her business into a different kind of model to really explore how can she actually be able to scale her business without burning out. Because especially as a health and wellness advocate and professional, burning out and working yourself to death is not a good look. It's not on brand. So I can't wait for you to hear her journey. Please enjoy. And if this is your first time with us listening to the podcast, I'm going to invite you to listen to this entire episode. And at the end, if you find this valuable, if you get some gems out of it, if you're feeling good and like that was worth your time then I'm going to ask you, I'm going to invite you at the end to go ahead and subscribe, to share, to leave that five-star rating and review. Um, And that's a way that you can just show appreciation and let other people know that this podcast is worth listening to. So go ahead and enjoy the episode and let me know what you think. Come on over to the Service CEOs group afterwards and let us know what you think. Thanks and enjoy. 
Welcome, Adriana. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yay. Thanks for having I'm me. I'm so happy. So uh, any excuse for us to hang out? Really? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, yes, let's do it. Um, so tell everyone who you are and maybe a little bit about your intersectional identities that you're bringing to this discussion and what you do. Yeah. Awesome. I'm Adriana Locke and I live in Portland, Oregon. I'm an acupuncturist. I have a business called Zocalo Wellness. I'm mixed race. I'm the daughter of immigrants. I am queer, um, able-bodied, cisgendered, um, many more things. A new cat lover. That's also a new identity (laughs) that I hold. (laughs) There's never a cat lover before. Um, But Avalon touched my heart. Yeah, and I... (laughs) So I do healing work in Portland and now beyond. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. So one thing that I love about your story is kind of how we came to work together and what a long drawn out (laughs) journey that was. Can I, (laughs) I I, want to hear it from your perspective, actually. (laughs) I know it's like a, uh, it's like a love story, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Like, and we saw each other from afar for years. I I remember us. I, I remember us meeting at a summit for business leaders. I think it was for women and folks of color in business or something like that. And you were talking about websites and WordPress. And at the time, I was building my own WordPress website. And I'm pretty sure I told you that. And I'm pretty sure your face was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Good luck with that. If you need any help. And I was like, I don't need any help. I got this. Um, And then we kept seeing each other at concerts, I think. And most importantly, what I remember, grocery stores. And you would always update me on like how things were. And I was like, oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, like, that's what other people do. You know, like other people hire Karanda to like help with their websites and marketing. Like, I'm a DIY, you know, scrappy acupuncturist <laughs> <laughs> so the oh i so this is what i was so curious about it's like what's going in it because we would see each other either at janelle monet concerts or the, the local grocery store and you would say oh, i should call you about work stuff <laughs> and i would be like yeah cool like i'm here <laughs> And so, and I've never really asked you, like, what was going through your mind? And so the DIY sort of scrappy identity and, and like, other, that's for other people. And incredible shyness. Like, I thought you were really cool. And, like, I was like, (laughs) this is kind of what I do with people. I'm like, I really want to connect. And then I'm like, I'm too shy. (laughs) (laughs) Or I just rather be home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Would you say you're, you identify as an introvert? I'm an extroverted introvert, actually. Okay. I yeah. yeah, and um, I actually just had an astrology reading that confirmed that that I am like <laughs> at both extremes. the The visual that the astrologer said was like, it's like you're on a stage, the front of the stage, and you're proclaiming to the audience, "I am a very, very private person." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, you you really got me." So, yeah, nailed yeah. it. 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah. I was just uh, on Clubhouse doing a guest speaking thing and the moderator kept saying like, I really want to be your friend. So just let me know where I can put in my application for friendship. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to create a whole new funnel on the personal side. Look for my landing page on Karanda.com soon. I love that. I love that. I mean, that is totally on brand for you, actually. Marketing check. How to become friends with Karanda. Apply. All right. So at some point, you actually did call me. I did <laughs> for yeah. work stuff. And what was the catalyst? Like, what finally tipped you over? I totally remember. I think I told you this in our first meeting, which was your. I can't remember if it was a Facebook post or it might have been a, an email where you were talking about how Jess, your wife, um, was saying that online friends aren't real friends, mm-hmm. and you got specifically sick. Twitter, yeah. Okay, it was specifically Twitter, and you were sick. You got sick, and you're like, "Let me, let me show you." And you asked someone to bring you soup or something, and they brought I, you I just, soup. I, yeah, I just tweeted like, oh, "I'm sick, and I wish somebody would bring me chicken soup right now." And one of my Twitter friends, who I had never met, was like, "I've got a bunch of chicken soup in my freezer. What's your address?" And literally an hour later, I had chicken soup in my fridge. I and thought... Jess came home from work and I was like waving the jar in her <laughs> face. And I was like, see, Twitter friends are real friends. I thought that was amazing because I was Jess. I was like, social media sucks and I never want to be on it and it's not real. And I was like, okay, um, maybe I need to look into this. Maybe I need to open my mind a little bit. And then we had a strategy session and literally I remember the the sensation of my mind being blown open. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been business love ever since. <laughs> yeah, I have to say like I would say you are my first business stand. Like you just kind of went on the rampage and then all of a sudden I have a bunch of wellness related clients <laughs> and be like, Oh, there's another one. There's another one. And it's great because you know, my thing is mission driven, right? And what's more important than our health, <laughs> like yeah. being well, especially yeah. now. So I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. And then, um, one of the other things that I love and, and the, the other thing is that all the wellness clients I have now, like they come because they're jealous of where you're at now. Right. Mm -hmm. But you saw this writing on the wall and you kind of had this feeling like something's not right here and I need to be moving towards something else. So like Mm -hmm. talk about that journey of just being a practitioner, right. And just seeing clients one-on-one and to where you are now. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk so much about self care and um, as a doorway into like, healing and evolution. And, you know, so many of us healers, I think, come into the profession because we actually need healing, you know, whether it's therapists or acupuncturists or whoever. And I was struggling with self-care. As a practitioner, I was finding myself burning out um, because I was trying to reach revenue goals. Um, And I did, but then I found that anytime I tried to grow and see more people, I was just, you know, I was 
hitting a brick wall to the point where I actually had a health crisis where I had to stop working for a period of time. And when I went back to work, I just, I could never really get back up to that same momentum that I had been doing before. And I really, and I was like, is this it? You know, is this, is, (laughs) is this the pinnacle of my (laughs) professional career? And I was like, I got like, I'm like, I'm clever. Like, let me figure this out. And I thought, well, I could buy a clinic, you know, I could buy commercial property. Maybe that's the next step. And then I was talking to a friend of mine, Jeevan Singh, who is in Portland, and she was doing online stuff. Like nobody else I knew was doing online courses and classes. And I thought, yeah, like, like a lot of arrogant (laughs) practitioners, I was like, online, you can't do healing work online. (laughs) And, uh, <laughs> and then Jeevan <laughs> and I were at the spa one day and she confided in me like how much she made the month before launching one of her courses. And I was like, oh my God, that's like thousands of dollars more than I had made in a month busting my butt. And I was even considered successful among my peers, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, leveraging online. And I was... And I knew enough to follow my jealousy. And I was like, let me see about this. You know, let me let me see about this online thing. And I think that's when your email came about Jess. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this person knows about online things. Let me <laughs> let me check her out. And then yeah, and it it was like it reminded me of when I first started my business where I was like, what is business jargon? Like, I don't know what's going on. P and L's and all this stuff online, like learning about online was the same thing. I was like, what is a funnel? What is this? What is email? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what is, what is talking to people online? And cause I had built my business completely, pretty much completely offline. I had tinkered with online, but I had really, um, it had been like in-person um, collaboration and, um, you know, just people knowing me and and finding me through other people. So it was a completely new experience to be online. But I could see I could see instantly that that was where scalability happened. I didn't know that word either, but I was like, that's how you make money and not burn <laughs> that's out. That's how I make money without... <laughs> Killing myself. Exactly. That's all I knew. I was like, wait a second. Because the health crisis is definitely not on brand. No, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's Although not I did get look. some really good content out of that. <laughs> so, well, sure. Um, but yeah, that's basically how it happened, the transition. And that was in 2019. This, I think it was the summer of 2019 that yeah. we started working together. And... Um, I was like, yeah, let me just, you know, do this thing little by little, kind of like stay in the shadows. And then the pandemic hit and then all hell broke loose. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we so we worked together for a long time because I think I was really trying to get I was really trying to get women of color (laughs) into boot camp. (laughs) I was like, where do I find them? And so I did. um I did like mini boot camp. That's right. I knew, I knew that price yeah. was an issue for some folks, mm-hmm. and so I did like a four week sort of abbreviated version, so people mm-hmm. could just like come in and get the taste. Which I'm I'm actually thinking about doing again. I might do that. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so you came into that. And so really it was like a four week commitment that turned into like this 18 months of, you know, um, and so I think you came into that and then you upgraded to like full boot camp, and then that ended. And then you made this confession. Do you remember (laughs) about your website? Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. I was like, uh, my website doesn't exactly work. I can't remember what I said, but it was like a malware mess at that point. It was like, there were like ads. It like actually did not function and it had been down for a year. I had been talking to a designer or a developer for a year. I was actually switching from WordPress to Squarespace. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the moment you told me that we were at, we were at open house and you just kind of whispered and I was like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten like we're not going to, backwards. Yeah, and and that that just I I've like I think I've signed on to everything that you've offered almost like within the last two years yeah. or so. I'm sure mm-hmm. there were other things, but yeah, the website, the boot camp, in source, all the things. Yeah, um, yeah. and yeah. so. So we so we redid you. We got your website fixed. Like, and, and then... can I just say, like, let me just stop because, like, that sounds easy, but <laughs> you literally, you literally, like, okay, here's what I'll do for you. I don't do this for anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but you're like, okay, we're gonna make you a website. We'll do it in a day, and it's gonna it's gonna function. It's gonna be beautiful. And are you on board? I was like. I, apparently I have to say yes because <laughs> I would be a fool if I didn't. And you yeah. literally laid, made me a website that is beautiful and functional to this day in a day. So I just, yeah, I think that was the props. last one. That was the last one that I did. So don't come to me. People. Okay, no, <laughs> don't I forget. Don't all be of that. like, it's fine. They can, they can just be jealous and they miss the window. It's fine. But yeah, no, cause I was just like, I can't, I can't let this happen. <laughs> friends don't let friends. <laughs> it was a friends don't let friends moment. And I, I had to do it. So, um, and then, so pandemic hits and you kind of were already burnt out on the one-to-one model and and you're exploring this online thing. And so then what was the next evolution of going online for you? The next evolution was actually launching something, um, which was actually a part of a different mastermind that you turned me on to that we were both in together. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, (laughs) this is so woo woo. But it was literally, in that mastermind, we had a retreat and there was an astrologer and she was talking about the astrology of like the next six months and how um, there was literally no good time between, I think it was August and like December. Uh And it was like the next day was like the new moon or something. And I was like, okay, I have to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this. I had to do it right now. So the next day I put like a Facebook post out and basically launched this program that I had not created. Like it it didn't exist yet. It had only been an idea. And 
it was an amazing uh it was amazing journey of learning and trial by fire um Mm -hmm. and it was yeah so it ended up being a three-month program for women of color basically like a self-care cohort um going through the chinese medicine organ systems and moving with the season so essentially a container to help people do in real life what i talk about you know and Mm -hmm. give tools and just um uh you know like feel our way into self-care and community because a lot of people were feeling really isolated with the pandemic and it was really incredible and I learned so much and would not do it the same way again, <laughs> but I'm glad that I did it. <laughs> I mean, that's always the way, right? It's like you yeah. just, and people try to, this is, I, I love that you're describing this because so many people try to think their way into their next thing. They're like, I'm just going to sit on this for six months and I'm going to think, I'm going to plan and I'm going to journal. And it's like, you have to get into action because the rubber's going to meet the road. Actual people are going to buy your thing or not, mm-hmm. right? If no one buys it, then that's information. Mm-hmm. But if they do and you, you go through it, then you learn like, oh, I love doing this thing or I love doing this thing, but it's not what I want to do going forward or I hate doing this. Like you, you just mm-hmm. can't learn that by thinking about it. You have to take action. So yeah. I love that. And I loved, you know, I, I was in the cohort and I wasn't as active as I wanted to be because my, all my shit was blowing up (laughs) at the same time. But the ones that I came to, I really loved. And, and the other thing I think that's important about that is just the community and the accountability. Like I remember you talking so much about like people know they have the tools. It's like, you know Mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do to take Mm -hmm. care of yourself. We know, we know, Mm -hmm. but that accountability is so important in that community is so important to actually Mm -hmm. showing up for ourselves. Yeah. And I love that about your programs too, because like your community is one of my favorite, you know, it's like so authentic, which is so used. It's like we use way too much, (laughs) but it feels true, you know? And, um, yeah. I mean, there's so much more I could say about that. And also through you, I feel like I learned how to, risk um risk thoughtfully so like when i launched that it really was with a a facebook post and i learned that from you to kind of put ideas out there and test you know like you use this like organic social media to be like is this even interesting to people you know Mm -hmm. and even before you commit to actually technically launching something and that's what i did and i got a ton of feedback and i was like oh okay I guess I'll do this. You know, I guess this is needed. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you signed on for insource, which you have bought like everything that you do. Cause then it's like, Oh, I have to create this thing. And so I need, I need to build a course and I need, you know, like all these things. And so that was such a great process for me because insource was a new offer for me, basically based on coaching clients who had come through bootcamp who then said like, Oh, my tech. And just don't want to be mired in that. And so, you know, rather than trying to put together like custom proposals for this or that, it's like my people come through like y'all basically need the same stuff. Like you need a place to host your 
paid content and you need, you know, basic funnel and you need an application. And like, it's a lot of the same stuff because I have this particular niche of service providers. So I just try to take that and, and say like, what are all the pain points I can take away from you? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's, you were literally the first person to sign on for that. And it was great because I had already built the website, so we didn't have to deal with, you know, a janky website. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, for probably four or five months, like your funnel and your content and your organization was better than mine. (laughs) Because there was nothing to undo. You know, I was learning so much. I had just uh, signed on with Chris Davis as a mentor. Um, He's been, he was my first guest on this podcast. And so I was learning all this stuff from Chris that just immediately up-leveled what I was able to do with InSourced. And so I got to like put all that on you basically and be like, Mm -hmm. here, like here's everything, you know, like the absolute best I can offer you. Um, And so for a while it was, it was better than mine. Like we're we're cleaning up our house, but um, that was just such a great process. And I want to just highlight and go back to talking about sort of the DIY scrappiness and that feeling of overwhelm of like, Mm -hmm. what's a funnel and what is scalability and what is because uh, I think it was maybe last week on our coaching call, you were like, I built my own automation. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like full circle, full circle moment, like so proud. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you ran your program that was over the summer. Um, and then what happened next? Yeah. Then what happened is I, I took some time to like glean the wisdom of that experience. And in, and actually in the middle of that program, there was a call kind of in that same mastermind to, there was a challenge 10 K in 10 days. And I was like, okay, let's do this. It was it was going to be my birthday. So I I launched this product kind of for my birthday, which I had been thinking about for so long. Speaking of like sitting on ideas, it'd been years. And, uh, it, I called it massage in a box and it was, it's a kit, like a self care kit that teaches people this practical tool, this practical tool of cupping that a lot of massage therapists use. I, I use with my clients for body work. It's, you know, people think of it as something that professionals do, but actually it's this has this long tradition all literally all over the world, you know, grandmothers, you know, people just doing it for themselves at home. It's like people need to do this. People need to have these kinds of skills, right? Especially we're all at home. We can't see our practitioners and we don't want to, you know, we feel scared of the risk. Um, It's a perfect time, but like not only giving people like practical skills, but like really like sumptuous, like bath salts and oils and like all this online content of like videos that show you how to do it. And we do a zoom call every month. So it was, so it was my attempt at a product and you like being in your program. I mean, you've talked about this so many times, like I was able to go to you and be like, Hey, like, can we do this? Like, can we make this happen and make this onboarding happen? Like literally in a few days, (laughs) <laughs> and mm-hmm. and part of it was um I really I want to build in justice, you know, like values of like community and justice and equity into everything that I do. So 
was like, let's also, you know, there was the uprisings happening and all this stuff. I'm like, how can we support activists too? So I invited people to make donations. I was like, how can we do this? How can we make this happen? And you're like, we're on it. And literally two days later, we had this whole setup where people could donate and gift it and all this stuff. And it, and we, it's been so successful Um, not only getting the box out to people, but also gifting it to activists. And I've been able to gift it to seven activists. And like all of this, I mean, it was a lot of work, but because of all of the automation and the tech and stuff that was happening behind the scenes, it's like now I have this thing that, like you said, I'm like, I add this automation, I tweak it a little bit, but it's basically running for me. It's like, I feel like I have a whole team that I can look to. that's automated and um and it's amazing like I just feel so giddy about it and so um (laughs) me too yeah so I want to just I want to pick apart and highlight some of the things in that so um first of all we were able to see you did it was like I think it was like Monday and your birthday was Friday or something and you're like I have this idea (laughs) you know and like can we do this can we do this can we do this and I'm like yep 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 like on it. it was, and so wow. you can go to, you can buy it for yourself. You can buy it as a gift for someone mm-hmm. specific, or you can donate like any amount of money that will go towards purchasing massage in a box for basically communities on the front lines, folks mm-hmm. who need self-care the most. And so e- for each of those three pieces, there has to be follow-up. There has to be, acknowledgement of the purchase. There has to be the email, you know, there has to be access to the video content that shows people how to do it. Um, if, if it's a gift, we have to then say, okay, who is getting the gift? Like all of those pieces had to be first planned out and then built. And we were able to do that in two days. And that was only because we had already spent a year laying this foundation, doing Mm -hmm. the website, you know, getting your basic automations in place. And that is the only reason that we were able to do that that fast. And so like, if you're listening to this and you, you know, you have this idea, but you don't yet have a relationship with a technical professional and you come to somebody and you're like, yeah, can I, can we do this? And I need it next week. Like, (laughs) It's well, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good if it does happen, and it's going to cost you like an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. So I just I love everything about that because mm-hmm. you know we talked about this this sort of being in the basement like for so long. You were it's like you're in your business basement and you're building these foundations, and it's not cheap. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's it all for? And like, then we sort of reached this moment where it's like, it's so that when you need to move, like you can move and it can be excellent. Like yeah. it's, it can be a really amazing experience for people. And it's just one of the most joyous work experiences that I've had to date um, is, is being able to do that. <laughs> so yeah. some people probably still don't really know, like, cupping and like what cups are so yeah um, there's just this little like you know things and it's so easy like you just push it and then you can just like stick it like and it just 
And like, I just all the time, we went to the beach and I was like using my cuffs at the beach and like sticking them on my shoulders and stuff. And we went to Bend actually, and we were skiing and hiking and I forgot them. And I was like, why <laughs> bring my cups? Because we were doing like five, six miles a day. Totally. So, yeah. Um, tell people, we'll put in the show notes, but tell people where to go to get the massage in a box. Yeah, you can go to Zocalo Wellness, Z-O-C-A-L-O wellness.com forward slash massage um, and learn all about massage in a box. And uh, yeah, I, I love that you brought them with you. Um, I have, we have, I had another client who also was like, I brought them on my vacation and I've also done that. Like I've taken them to Mexico. I like taught somebody how to cuff in Mexico, left them in Mexico with that person. Like I, <laughs> and that, yeah, that's all like, that is the dream, you know, that, uh, self-care is just something that we, you know, that we have the tools and that we, and that we use them, you know, on a regular basis and, and really love on ourselves and, uh, yeah. and make it beautiful. And I also love that it's very, it's a hyper local product. Like it's true, es- especially for me, it's hyper local. It's true. When, you, <laughs> when you, when it comes, you get it in this, in this box and you open it up and there's like all these, you know, the bath salts and the oils. And then there's these beautiful postcards with this amazing artwork. Tell people where those came from. Yeah. So literally the bath salts and the artwork come from Karanda's neighbors who are my dear, dear <laughs> friends. They live across the street. It's as local as local gets. So yeah, they they'd yeah. have to move in with us for yeah, to get any more, any more local. local. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, so I loved that. And it's so literally good. one day, uh, you know, we were supposed to have our weekly meeting, and you were texting me like, "I might be late. I'm I'm on my way back from picking up these bath salts and this artwork." And and I was like, "Wait, you were at my house." <laughs> So we had our meeting very safe, safely masked in the driveway, which was fun. It was so fun. Yeah. And that, and that is something that as I do more online stuff really feels important is to like support local economy, you know, as, and especially local makers because they just don't get supported very much. And Yeah. um, yeah, source local, reach global, that kind of stuff. Exactly. All right. So that is a beautiful journey. And so, and a lot of the health professionals that have come to me, probably from you, you know, your referrals, and literally I've had people say, you know, I'll say like, Oh, how did you find me? Well, I saw Adriana's stuff and it looks so great. And her stuff is so put together and like, Oh, I want that. <laughs> so, so wow. thank you for that. Um, so you know, I hope if you're a wellness professional or anybody doing sort of one-to-one listening to this, like what I want folks to take away from this in part is that you can pivot and you can, you don't have to be bound by whatever model is sort of like, you know, the accepted thing in your industry. Like you can go outside of that. You can look to other industries and other expertise for inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, And you can sort of craft your business into what you want it to be. Like, that's what I get from that. And what I loved about being part of that journey. Um, and I know, especially in the areas of health and wellness, like, you know, you were in the same space, you were like online, that's not a thing. So what is something that you have, like, especially now after having gone through this, what's something that you have a unique or controversial perspective on that is kind of not the accepted 
wisdom in the in the wellness space. In the wellness space. Yeah, I think I mean just being online first of all. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> there are people online. I'm not the only one, but um especially among acupuncturists. I I mean I really believe that self-care is revolutionary, like not just a cute cliche, but literally changes systems. Um because the systems that be are predicated on uh, exploitation of bodies um, from the very beginning and still happening, you know, Um, you know, it's not just that there was slavery and indentured servitude and seizure of lands (laughs) for free. Yeah. It's still happening. We like our agriculture, our restaurant industry, our childcare, like things that are incredibly basic to our daily lives are Many are staffed by migrants that have no citizenship and work under the table. So, um, and yeah, and that's all heavy. But when it comes to self-care, it's like, how do we exploit ourselves? You know, especially as entrepreneurs, like how do we internalize that idea that we can just use our bodies like commodity, you know, that they're, Mm -hmm. that they're not these like beautiful, intrinsically valuable things that we get to that we get to ha- inhabit, you know? Um, and so I think self-care is a doorway into this kind of in- incredibly personal revolution that can happen where we no longer, you know, treat our bodies like burdens, but as like this miracle. Um, oh, I feel that so hard because I'm, I'm struggling right now with just rest, you know, mm-hmm. that's, my thing. And so like trying to, you know, trying to get more exercise. Okay. So here, this story literally illustrates, uh, we have, we got an exercise bike. And so I was like, okay. And so I got up early one morning and I got on and I did a workout and then I had to go right into like taking care of the dog and the cats and all of these things and didn't end up eating until like 11 or 1130 in the morning Mm -hmm. and was so hangry. And it's like, because of all this stuff and all this obligation of, you know, modern life, it's like, there's not even time to both work out and eat. (laughs) Those are pretty basic. Yeah. Fundamental. And isn't that absurd when you talk about, cause like, wait, aren't we working to get food to eat and shelter ourselves like isn't that actually literally the point point? of working yeah Yeah. so (laughs) yeah i know it's absurd Um, i do it too i do i do the same thing like i said i'm in this profession also for mm -hmm. selfish reasons because i am learning this thing um and it's just like you sit with it long enough you're like this is absurd you know, like, why do we, we literally, I was like, literally thinking about how much of a miracle our bodies are. Like, they, they, like, they are as complex as, you know, any description of the universe. They are incredibly complex, even just on a basic level. And you're like, how the heck does all of this come together so I can grab a glass, or I can fight a cold, or it's like, it is, I'm, it's not an exaggeration to say it's a miracle. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's absurd. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and getting online as a health professional, 
allows you to expand that reach and also to scale yourself without burning out. So if you're listening to this wellness people, like just, just open your mind. Yeah. And so (laughs) many, take that first step. Exactly. And like, and so many people need this information, right? That's the thing. That's, that's what, and that's also what I mean by revolutionary. It's like, yeah, we all need to know this, you know? And so online has such a bigger reach. I'm like, yeah, make this mainstream, make this normal, right? What we're talking about as healers and healthcare practitioners. Um, And online allows that to be true, you know? And it doesn't take away from the personal touch of connecting with people. You know, that's the thing. That's what your Twitter soup story (laughs) illustrates. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes people think too, if they give away too much, then they're not going to be able to get clients. Yeah. It's like, that's not true. Yeah. It hasn't been true. (laughs) I find that the more in my space, the more that I show people how the sausage is made, the more like, like, Oh, I I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, that translates into the healing professions as just like being with, right? Like people just need to need someone to be with them. Um, Because we know, you know, we know in our heart of hearts how to take care of ourselves, but we need that accountability or support or community or whatever it is, a trusted person or people to help us through. And I, and, you know, I think it's, it makes sense that you have so many healers coming to you because I think that's what you do with tech. You're like, you're going to be okay. You know, (laughs) you're going to get through this and it's going to be amazing on the other side, you know? Yeah. What do you think is a common piece of wisdom in your industry that you think is total bullshit? That self-care is doing, you know, that Mm -hmm. self-care is stuff. Um, that it's what you buy, what you, you know, that, that even, that even that self-care is going to somebody else to tell you how to do it, you know, um, that healing doesn't happen intrinsically, you know, that, um, that's a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. That we, that we're broken. I think that's a big one actually that gets me. It's like that we have to fix ourselves. Right. That's like self-care plus capitalism. What's a mistake that people that are in your audience make, like people who maybe would be massage in a box clients or people who are seeking wellness? What's one mistake that we make that you just wish you'd be like, stop doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thinking that you can't do it yourself, thinking that you, um, that it's inaccessible, that it's scary, you know, that, that we don't, that you don't have the capacity to learn to um, use this kind of tool, right? That it's too complex Um, or that it's not worth it. Like that your Mm. self-care isn't worth it. That's um, I think one of the biggest mistakes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. To not invest really. And I'm not saying you yeah. have to invest in massage in a box, but just investing in yourself, right? On a totally. daily basis. And that could be time. That could be attention. It could be money. Could, there's, there's so many ways to invest mm-hmm. in yourself. Like, yeah. I was having a really, really bad Monday and 
thanks to my community. So I have a little Voxer pod of my business besties. And we were talking about this. We were talking about self-care and anxiety and depression and all these things. And I had all this stuff to do. I felt so behind. And I was like, let me just take a nap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me just say, and we had, we had a guy come to fix the exercise bike. So uh, I was still hangry because it was like he came before I had breakfast and I so I had to be masked up while he was in the house. So I couldn't eat or drink. And I was just like, Rare! and I was like, let me just take a nap, like a 20 minute nap. And then the bike was fixed. So I got on the bike and I did a 10 minute, you know, just like a warm up ride. I didn't even get like into exercise clothes. I was like, no, because then I won't do it. I just like get on here and just pedal for a few minutes and mm-hmm. get my heart rate up and And then I I actually had a really productive day, like afternoon, Mm -hmm. evening. And so I think the investing is, Mm -hmm. uh, and entrepreneurs, I think, are so prone to just keep pushing, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. how we get into trouble. Yeah. It's expensive to not invest in yourself, you know. It really, it really, really is in so many ways. Oh, this has been amazing. Um, I always like to ask to wrap us up um, about our theme begin as you mean to go on like what does that mean to you and how do you feel like you embody that I know I have an opinion but what how do you feel like that comes into play for yourself I would love to hear your opinion um (laughs) I think you called it before which is like building that foundation you know however long it takes and and it's cyclical often right like I feel like I'm still going back and checking on the foundation Um, but really, you know, whether it's self-care or online business or whatever, like checking in on those foundational things and building from there, because I don't want to build a janky house, you know? Uh, and I want to feel like there's something really solid that I can use and, you know, rely on going into the future. Um, and you know when I do my self care, when I do my foundational practices in my business, it it feels so much more satisfying to be like, Oh, I know this is sustainable. You know, I know this is going to last me. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been an amazing conversation. I cannot wait to bring it to the people. Um, Tell the folks, tell the people where they can find you, where you hang out on the internet, if they want to find out more about you. Yeah, so my so Zocalo Wellness is my handle everywhere. So Z O C A L O Wellness. It's like the town square in Spanish is what the Zocalo is. Um, oh, so nice. that's where we gather. So online it's zocalowellness.com, um on Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, uh <laughs> even Twitter, although I like never tweet. It's all at Zocalo Wellness. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and on my website, there's um, some freebies and, oh, and I have a YouTube channel, The Recharge Sanctuary, um, which has some great stuff on it. So, yeah, those are the places you can find me. Yeah, we didn't get to that. You have a whole YouTube series. Um, So do you have a link to your YouTube from your website? Oh, I believe I do. I think it's. Okay. And we'll we'll put your YouTube directly in the show notes too, (laughs) so people can get to it. Because yeah, you have a whole, you you made a TV series basically. We didn't even have time to get to it. So, but it's (laughs) awesome. 
Oh, too much good stuff. All right. Thank you so much. Um, I hope y'all have enjoyed this conversation. And as always, this is the time when I invite you to go. If you found value in this conversation, in this listening, um, go and say thank you by leaving a five-star rating and review. And think about that one person that you're thinking of right now who really needs to hear this. Maybe their self-care is out of whack. Maybe their tech is out of whack. Maybe it's both. Send them this episode. Um, All right. Thank you so much. And I'll see y'all next time. And until then, don't forget to begin as you mean to go on. If you've been listening to these episodes and thinking, I wish I could get personalized guidance for my business. I have good news. Content Bootcamp is my 12 week business bootcamp where I help you get clarity on the big three pillars of marketing, your audience, your offer, and your messaging. But this is not just another online course. During our time together, we guide you through crafting a strategy that is specific to your business and then taking the actions that are going to bring you the results you want. You have complete access to get help with whatever is keeping you stuck. And my clients will tell you, I don't hold back. Emma says, Karanda is a Swiss army knife of brilliance, always whipping out exactly the right tool exactly when I need it. I'm making some big moves in 2021, and she is a huge part of why that's happening. To get started, go to carveldigital.com slash bootcamp and tell us about your business. You'll get an invite to our next masterclass where you can get a taste of what bootcamp is like and get all your questions answered to see if content bootcamp is right for you. See you soon.